Hello, everybody. This is Michael Bastomdale from Artillery, and you're listening to Brutally Delicious. And uh, give it a go and live up the metal. All right, guys. See you on the road. I'm a bit biased here, but the, but I'm very happy with the outcome of the album. Uh, I mean, you never really know. I mean, I, I, we, we try to make the whole process of writing and, and recording as, as, uh, as natural as possible. I mean, I think I've said it before but, uh, to, you know, during other interviews, but I'm a huge Motorhead fan. And I'm a fan of Motorhead for several reasons. And one of them is just simply that the way they recorded albums were just to go in there and then give whatever you have inside and then make it into an album. And I think that's an attitude that's been, you know... Um, embraced by us as well that's my approach at least i mean i don't know really how the other guys are doing it you know basically i know what they're doing you know the writing and all that stuff but i i i, tr I try to be as natural about it as possible and i think that might be a key to to the answer to the second question you know because uh, uh i mean that this is what i always wanted it to do and i think that even though these days that the albums is not really you know, it's not a it's not a monetary um, beneficial thing anymore. You know, you don't earn that much from albums, but I think the whole uh, aspect of creativity is something that you have to keep in mind if you are a band, especially an old band like Artillery. And so you have to keep you know keep on writing and keep on you know, sh showing what you got inside and what you have in, uh, on your mind, and um, and and so it is. It is satisfying in several ways to have an album like 10 uh, because, first of all, I mean, obviously, of course, I'm, I'm very grateful and thankful that I'm still here. Uh, I don't know what, you know, when I joined Artillery eight years ago, I didn't know what to expect and how to, you know, I, I took one day at a time. And of course, as everything is in the band, it's a bumpy ride. But um, I'm very grateful for being here. And I think that we have been doing some good stuff on the new album. I mean, I mean uh, we, we um, you know, we, have, we had our challenges uh, this, you know, this year and last year as well as everybody else. I mean, apart from the corona thing, you know, we had a few things that we, we had to, to, you know, to, um, you know, to, 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 to climb over, you know, to, to, to make, you know, so, so I think that uh, the outcome of course of the album is also a product of that. So I'm very happy with it. And also because it's just simply a testimony of us being here still, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's amazing because bands come and go and you guys have still, you know, stuck along those same lines. Though, do you find it difficult not writing the same record? Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, well, um, I think that we tend to 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 be uh, a little bit cautious about that. You know, if something comes up and we think, okay, well, this is this is maybe a bit too close for something. I mean, but I I don't really try to to be too much in control. I'm just gonna let it you know happen, like the, the bacteria in the the you know right. let, let it grow into something. But uh, of course, I mean, sometimes also lyrically, you know, you can sometimes end up writing maybe something that is. Uh, similar to something else and uh, if you do that i think you have to be you know honest enough with yourself to you know admit the fact that well i got something here that i maybe already touched upon so i think that uh, being inspired is something that you are you know obliged to be you know you have to to seek out inspiration so read books 
you know, go to art exhibitions, uh, watch movies, whatever you do, you know, go out into the nature, you know, go out into nature, and uh, and hang around people who are inspirational to be around. You know? it's, it's to to allow yourself to to uh, to grow, you know, because that's uh, I think that's very important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rena. Yeah, that was a lot of stuff right there. <clears throat> so, what was the <laughs> last sort of artistic inspiration that you drew from another person's work of art, whether it be you know painted or movie or whatever? Yeah, Frank Herbert's Dune. I I'm, I'm currently reading the six novels that's uh, you know uh, connected with the you know Frank Herbert's Dune. You know the the movie that's coming out. Uh, uh, You know, I know this. That, that's some old science fiction novels back from the 70s and 80s. Yeah. Uh, but I tend to, to to hang on to all kinds of stuff, and I think that the, those novels are very interesting. Uh, they got a lot of thought about uh, about society and what what is honesty and what is ex- existence, and uh, and though it, it it raises a lot of very interesting ethical. Uh, questions and um, that's one of the key points I think in, in artillery is that we like to raise these questions you know what is right and what is wrong and why is it that way and um, you know it doesn't really matter uh, whether or not that stuff is new or old because it's always something that uh, I think is is uh, at the core a very humanistic thing you know if you go back in history you know if you're reading either you know I don't know Kant, if you're reading Aristotle, or you're you're watching the painting of 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 Kai Munk, you know everything uh, has an element of what is right and wrong, and how does this element of wrong, uh, you know, in, have an impact on me? How do I react to something that is is rubbing me the wrong way? Do I adjust or do I push back? Uh, do I figure it out for myself? Do I have my own thoughts about why why is it wrong or right? So uh, yeah, but Frank Herbert got that, um, you know, it, 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 a lot. So I can only say, well, a reading to me is a, it's it's a very important part of me being inspired, but also just simply words, because the English, you know, vocabulary has so many, you know, wonderful words that you can work with. So sometimes it's all you need. You know, you can fly by just a word. To me, you know. Right. So, but I'm a nerd. You know, that's the way it is. I'm a nerd as well. <laughs> I completely agree. I, I write for a living and, and I'm just like a massive language word buff. I've, I've just been like just sort of dwelling on the wonderfulness, which is not a word, but the amazingness <laughs> of the word plethora because it's, you know, it's an awesome word and it's it's so lovely to say, you know, plethora. Sounds sophisticated. Maybe you understand my fascination with just, you know, even pronunciations of words. Indeed. I mean, cornucopia. And cheers on that. There's another one. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. That was like, I completely, I did connect those two words. I, I went on on this rant about this word to my boyfriend. And then I was like, and then there's cornucopia. So, Michael, I really like you. I think we have similar brains, and that's <laughs> your thing. A plethora of cornucopia? <laughs> no, you can't really, you know, combine those. I guess if you would just have like a massive field full of cornucopias, you would have a plethora. Yes. Yeah, a plethora of cornucopias. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is great, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, we get sidetracked quite easily, and Rena is easily uh, the first one to get off track. So, I'm sorry. It is I threw you under the bus. So that's why I'm here. At least I pronounced the band name correctly. I know I'm artillery. here for true. True. true, true. Habit, Can you just give me your best shot of mispronouncing? My <laughs> I have a habit of mispronouncing. Uh, give it your best shot. But artillery is easy. We're having this epic delay now. Yeah, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, I we're having this perfect delay where okay, is Michael still Michael? there? We're good. I'm now. good okay, here. Yeah, I we had some weird delay. Here. Well, I was yeah. saying I have a really bad we have butchering names. Uh huh. It's just the uh, the American way I hit names, I guess, or something pronunciation. So not as sophisticated as someone from Finland or I don't know Denmark. Is that where you guys are at? <laughs> anyway, yeah, we have the school system, you know, here in Finland, where we teach kids, you know, actual history and not creationism. You know, <laughs> wow. Anyway, like he's bowing out of the picture really quick. <laughs> Is there anything you want your fans to take away from after listening to an artillery record? Any message, any any overtones or, or songs just written for song's sake? Uh, well, both, I think. You know, when you are, you know, if you're listening to something, it's uh, entirely up to you, of course, what you want out of it. I don't. I don't want to be preaching anything at all. Uh, but obviously, of course, if if there should be anything from artillery, it would always be think for yourself, and uh, that's it. I think, because we're not trying to to um, you know telling anyone anything uh, as such. I mean, of course, uh, it, it, I think at, at the same time, of course, if you want to derive something from our lyrics or our music, uh, that's great. You know, if you got something out of it um wonderful but if you're just listening to it i mean then that's fine as well because it, it, as long as music is giving you the kick that you need if that's doing the right thing for you you know you're you're the one who is in control and i think that we have to you know overall remember that also if you're watching movies or you're you know on social media or anything you know you're the one who decides what you want out of it you know uh, you're the you're the yeah, you're in control, and I think that uh, that's the thing. But um, yeah, but I mean, both. I think, yeah. Okay, and I know earlier you said that part of uh, your process and artillery's process is the doing the Lemmy sort of thing. You get in the studio and just leave it all there. Along those same lines, are you guys writing? In, I mean, are you guys writing in the studio? Sorry, writing in the studio like the old traditional sense, banging things off each other, or is it more internet based? Uh, uh, once again, both, I think, uh, because, uh, and, I mean, one of the things that I had to learn when I became a member of Artillery was that uh, uh, they sort of like brought a lot of pieces and ideas into the studio, and then they would just simply put it all together, and sometimes it would be very spontaneous, you know, spontaneous. Uh, the thing is just that, um, uh, uh, that, uh, uh I think that uh, sometimes we, I mean, we've been using CERN Anderson for a lot of records now and CERN is a wonderful person to work with and he's a nice guy and a wonderful guitar player as well. And he's, he's very, you know, um, good to work with in the same vein as, as I'm, you know, you might say to him, well, I have this idea. What do you think of this? And he said, let's try it out and then work around it. 
so we, we have, uh, you know, several versions of the songs sometimes, but we bounce with each other in the studio, yes. We are being creative and writing in the studio, but we are sending each other ideas as well. Uh, and, you know, we have like a Dropbox thing going. Right. Yeah. So both, yeah. Marina? Yeah, that Dropbox thing is amazing. And I always kind of feel envious of bands who get the different versions of the songs. Uh, do you ever like, you know, then switch around which version you play, for instance, live that you do the studio version, but then, you know, like, oh, but this this like little piece of cherry right here was amazing and we never used it. So let's just, you know, replace the studio version with this one for the gigs. Well, I mean, uh, I, I always prefer the demo versions of songs to to the final product and that's because i think that's you know that's a personal thing because then you can you know hear the initial idea and of of course you know you make it bigger when you go into the studio but when it comes to to you know playing songs live i think that we are very much aware of what works and what doesn't you know because uh, deep purple was a, a brilliant example of a band who brought you know the material live and then a few gigs down the line, they have changed it all around and said, oh, well, oh we need this part here and so on. So, but they were more, more of a, like a jamming band as well, live. Uh, they were very, very talented at that. Or oh, is, you know, they are still around, luckily, you know. So, but um, I think that because Artillery is like a technical trash metal band, it, it is a bit more complicated, but I think that still we, we sort of tend to look at what, what would work live. And if, um, I mean, uh, I think that it is, it is important that you can tell the difference between a live version and a, and a, and a studio version of a song. So sometimes you just simply say, oh, well, we, we're going to you know, uh, narrow it down, less uh, harmonies live, and maybe we're cutting something short and we are into you know, connecting the songs and so on. So it depends, you know. Sometimes we, uh, well, as long as it feels right, you know, and if it doesn't, we will we, we'll change it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being that- what do you think it is? You and the demo versions, then what really calls your name about the stripped down sort of messiness? Is that it? Like, you know, that it's still raw, you know? Yeah, I, I, I like the raw version. I mean, uh, and uh, also because it has this, uh, you know, ferociousness, I think, because you, you know, you're seeking the idea. So you're sort of like pounding it out and you're putting a lot of energy into it. And I think also because, I mean, I really like, uh, you know, Let There Be Rock by ACDC and obviously, of course, Motorhead. You know, these albums, the early ACDC albums, it's, you know, ferocious in the same way. You know, they are completely stripped down. You don't have any overdubs, anything. You know, it's just a band hammering in a way in the studio. And I, I really like that, you know, with, with all the... You know the sound from the amps and so on, but I'm I'm very much aware of the fact that, of course, if you are making an album that's you know in a studio, you also have to make a product that is interesting to listen to. And to me personally, I like to have an album where you are putting on your headphones and you can you know discover all sorts of interesting uh, you know yeah. audio things going on. Uh, and I, I think that you have to uh, to to remember that when you're making an album, make sure that it is it's auditively interesting. Right. Um, so, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I like the raw version. Yeah, I understand, and and I I, I tend to agree. Uh, but what was the last, like, mo- most uninteresting listen that you've had? 
the last interesting listen I have to a record or Un uninteresting, like the one just like fucking boring, like no surprises. Why did you do this? Why did you, I don't know, like make a hand instead? I don't know. Like <laughs> what was, what was the least interesting, the most disappointing thing that you've heard in the last, let's say two months. Um, yeah, well, now you're putting me in an awkward situation <laughs> because you're making me mention, I mean, that would be a little bit rude, wouldn't it? But I mean, hmm, let's see, I have to... But I, I was just testing your intelligence because you could have said something like hearing that the country is not going to be opening up by June, oh, which they told us last week. That would have been... Go. Yeah, okay, well, all right, okay, then um, that'll be it. But the <laughs> thing is, there, we, there we go. Are you guys doing anything live stream wise or are you just holding out till you get back on the road? Yeah, well, we did two live streaming concerts last year, I think. Uh, and that was all right. Um, so I'm all in for it if we have to do some more of that stuff. But it has to be special because uh, otherwise, you know, I mean, I'm, I mean, you know, Devin Townsend did a lot of great work on that stuff and making these uh, sessions with a lot, you know, visually interesting stuff right. going on uh, and I think that we would need that if we were doing that so I'm open for it but as it is right now actually next month is it's going to be some of the first gigs we've done for a long time and it's going to be with the with, with an audience I don't know if they're going to sit on you know benches or in chairs but whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter <laughs> let me get out of here you know I need to to go out and play uh, so but let's see I mean yeah, it depends. If they are closing down again, we, we will definitely look at that, playing right. some streaming concerts. Yeah. All this time off the road, are you going to be doing anything to uh, get yourself back in shape to hit the uh, the stage, or have you kept up with it? Uh, I mean, I've, I try to keep up with it, but I mean, you know, I, I, I'm a teacher, uh, uh, you know, apart from my, you know, my job as a singer right so I, I i tend to sit in this chair for quite some time every day you know i uh, i'm very much aware of that I'm, I'm 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 physically not that active so i try to do a little bit for myself and avoid to 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 eat too unhealthily and all that right. stuff but uh, I, I think that i need to get back in shape because i um you know you know, before the Corona thing, artillery was doing like 80 or 100 gigs every year. Right. And that sort of stamina, you know, you know, you can't really do anything that compares or, unless, of course, I'm going to run around in my apartment and yell all the time. And uh, I don't <laughs> think neighbors would enjoy that. <laughs> I think uh, depends on who you live with. Relationship is live. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or were nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.